There's nothing you can say that will change my mind. This is an either-or issue. You cannot have a toe in both camps. Nice point about toes. Where do the points stand? With that, I believe Tracy is pulled ahead. Where does it say that? Who made that rule? Everyone knows that. You have to choose. What if I choose to remain silent? By being silent, you justify this crazy behavior of willy-nilly. I choose both. Nice say. Uh, you can't have it both ways. Who says you can't like both? And now, Todd. All I'm saying is why can't I like both vanilla and chocolate ice cream? That's sacrilegious. You can only love one, and it has to be chocolate. Vanilla is for pansies. You can't handle the wonderful goodness of delight that is chocolate. There is no other flavor worth mentioning. Oh, and a vicious takedown by Tracy. Buttered pecan, chocolate chip cookie dough, bride's cake, rocky road, happy tracks. Happy tracks. I like happy tracks. A vanilla cream with chocolate and peanut butter cups with a dark chocolate fudge swirl. Point to kinders. Uh, there's more chocolate in that than vanilla. It's like a chocolate ice cream that just hasn't been mixed together properly. And Tracy is back with a swing at Happy Tracks. Tied up again. But when I want a root beer float, I want a nice, good quality vanilla to place in there. It really does make all the difference. What's going on? Tracy and Kinders are at it again. What about this time? The merits of vanilla and chocolate ice cream. Have you tried a chocolate root beer float? Talk about sacrilege. Don't knock it till you try it. Who's winning? Tied. That's an abomination of root beer floats everywhere. Nice counter by Kinders. There's no right or wrong way to make a root beer float. Tracy should lose a point for that comment. According to the internet, Vanilla is the preferred cream for floats. And a point for the internet. Is that match point? Oh, because the internet is always right. This isn't tennis. Then why am I keeping score? If it's on the internet, then it has to be true. Yeah, that's fake news. Two points for bringing up fake news. But you used the internet earlier to support your point about... And kinder swings back. When you've had a bad day and just want to pick me up from your ice cream... What do you reach for? Tracy comes back fast. Depends on the day. You've been fighting me. Then it would be fudge brownie decadence with extra chocolate syrup and chocolate twists topped with powdered cocoa. I get the point. But you see, when you really want some ice cream, you reach for chocolate. Not if I'm also thirsty. Then I reach for vanilla and a root beer. And bam! Kinders has her on the mat! That's it. I am making you a chocolate root beer float. Totally rock your world. You'll never convert me. I've been having vanilla in my floats since the first grade. It's always been vanilla, and it will always be vanilla. Then you're a weak pansy. I beg your pardon. I better stop this before it comes to actual blows. Vanilla is for the weak. Who's in the lead? I've lost count. They're coming quick and fast now. Vanilla is a historical classic. Chocolate is underrepresented in our culture, despite the fact that it is the preferred flavor. Only for single-minded fanatics like yourself who refuse to see there is more choice out there than one flavor. Why do I need choices when chocolate is supreme to all other flavors? Choice is what brings joy to life. Trying new things, rediscovering old loves, not knowing what tomorrow holds. We're pro-choice! I mean, pro-ice cream! I, uh... Tomorrow will be the same as today. Dutch chocolate with semi-dark chocolate chips added and dark fudge chocolate syrup. There's no variety, there's no flavor. Just all the same monotony of brown goo. Wow. How dare you disrespect chocolate in that way? Take that back. I most certainly will not. Um... Hello. Can I help you? I'm sorry. I seem to have called at a bad time. Howdy, stranger. How can we help you? He's a stranger? Yep. Never seen him before in my life. There's someone new in town. Just arrived in this quaint hamlet this morning. I'm not the new guy anymore. Well, I must be going. Come along, ladies. But, but... 
It's a stranger. So? What do we know about him? Nothing. Don't you want to find out? Not after that exchange. I have had quite enough today. Come along, ladies. Kinders must not be feeling all right. Eh, let her go get her root beer floats with her wimpy vanilla. She'll be fine. What can I do for you? A trim? A shave? A a color? Tracy is the best salon owner in town. It's so great to meet you, Mr. Pardon me, uh, where are my manners? The name is Irwin. Clifford Irwin. And you're new to Dandy. What brings you here? I was just... How long are you staying? Uh... Do you have family or pets? What about hobbies? What is your favorite food? Favorite movie? Favorite... Paul! Why don't we give the nice man some space? And a right to privacy. Oh my. What am I doing? I'm turning into Mrs. Kinders. Help me, Tracy. Pull yourself together, man. I really didn't stop by for a haircut. Rather, I came by to see you, my dear. Me. How would you like to be a star? When your world is falling apart And you don't quite know who you are Well, maybe that was by design Cause everything is fine, everything is fine It's fine and dandy Well, he saw a video Ashley and Matt had made in the beauty a while back. I can be heard in the background, arguing with Mrs. Kinders. Uh And he said he just fell in love with the drama, the authenticity of it all. Sure. So the show is called Small Town Style, and he wants to film the whole episode right here in the beauty. I just heard the news. Your own show. I know. I can't believe it. Can I be in it? Of course. I mean, you're my right-hand woman. I'm going to need a new look. Oh, we should do some camera tests. What should I wear? No fine prints. I know that much. Ladies. Oh, when are they going to start? Clifford is calling the crew now, so it should be next week. A TV star. I'm going to be a TV star. Ladies. Hopefully this will be my big break. I can meet some Hollywood types, get to know a few people, get discovered. Oh, wouldn't that be amazing? Ladies. What, Bob? I'm excited for you, really, Tracy. But the beauty is for gossiping. My hardware store is for shopping. Are you going to buy something or not? I I just wanted to share the good news. Is that any way to talk to a star? She ain't a star yet. Clifford said he would give me a $5,000 budget to fix up the beauty to make it camera ready. Well, take all the time you need to browse. Oh, thank you, Bob. I knew you would understand. I would recommend starting with the paint. But if you do that, you should replace the molding. And if you're going to do the molding, might as well update the flooring. After all that, you may want to think about new faucets or shelves or even counters. I would consider replacing the ceiling tiles with actual sheet Bob, I'm the one getting the money to spruce up the beauty, not you. Well, where else would you go for all your supplies? I was thinking about going to the house department in Baker. What? That big box monstrosity that kills small businesses? Get out of my shop, now! Hey! Watch it! Ow! Traitors. Turncoats. Bob! I can walk on my own! Ouch! 
Uh, what are you three doing here? Waiting to see the mayor. I haven't done anything. The world doesn't revolve around you, Tracy Danvers. I saw Doris Diggle painting her fence bright pink this morning. A clear violation of the town's 1873 ordinance that all fences on Plum Street must be painted robin's egg blue. My husband always has cans of it in stock. I'm here to lodge my protest of the plans to convert the historical 1903 dance hall as a new internet cafe. Have you seen the blueprints? Mm, no. They're just awful. Big open spaces, computers lining the walls. And they're bringing in out-of-town contractors who'll get all their supplies from that big box store in Baker, cutting out my husband after all he's done for the town. The stress this has caused him. His poor nerves can't take much more. It's a historical landmark and should be preserved as such. Well, when was it last used as a dance hall? There was an unfortunate incident at Millie Saunders' 16th birthday party. We really don't talk about it. Oh? Let's just say Matt's brownies weren't our first experience with the green goddess. And what year was that? Millie turned 16 the summer of 1973. Of course. And Mrs. Shorter, why are you here? I am trying to get an ordinance to pass that limits all small talk to no more than three sentences within 50 feet of Bob's shop. It just overwhelms him so when people come in blabbering about their problems. I mean, who wants to hear all of that? Uh, You do realize that the beauty is like within 50 feet of Bob's shop, so I would have to enforce that ordinance on my shop too. We can get a special exception for the beauty. Yeah, wouldn't want to interfere with your prime gossip spot. Exactly. I mean... Tracy, what are you doing here? Seeing what kind of permits, if any, I need to allow for the filming of our reality TV show at The Beauty. Our reality show? Yes. Clifford wants to film at The Beauty, and after I told him you three were always there and he saw you and I fighting this morning, he was hooked on filming all of us. No. Yeah, I can't believe it. This is going to be so much fun. I... What do, you, what do you mean, no? Do you remember what I told you about trust between the hairdresser and hairdressee? Yes. You want us on TV? With our hair undone? TV that Bob could see? It's... You want us to star in a junky reality TV show? It, but you all watch... I am appalled. I am shocked. I have never been so insulted in my life. If we weren't in the mayor's office... I would slap you. Ladies, please. As I've told you before, Bob will never, 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 ever see me getting my hair done. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. I will never be on a raunchy reality show. We could be famous. Our trust is broken, Tracy. Broken. Come on, ladies. What about the show? All right, you three. What's the deal today? Hi. Tracy, what are you? My secretary said Kinders, Tallwood, and Shorter were out here. They were. Where are they now? I insulted them. What did you do this time? Oh, you know, I just thought that this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be on a reality TV show and potentially be discovered in Hollywood was a good thing and that they would be all on board for doing it. I see. And it blew up in my face. I'm sorry you won't be doing the reality show, but thank you for getting rid of those three for me. You're welcome, I think. Uh, I was really hoping to do this show. 
Well, maybe better luck next time. It's now or never, and you're gonna help me. What do you think I can do? You're the mayor. We'll think of something. And that's why I can't take my only daughter fishing ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Har har. Very funny. I was only five at the time. Well, that don't change the story none. Oh, I'll get it. Thank you for letting me come over for dinner. I did not want to intrude. Ah, We like company. It allows me to embarrass my daughter. Oh, look who I found at the door. Madam Mayor, it is a pleasure. Mr. Danvers, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were having company. It's fine. This is Mr. Irwin, Clifford Irwin, the producer of the TV show. Well, I best get this next part over with. I talked with Mrs. Kinders, and she flat out refused to work on this project. She was actually so mad, she stopped talking. And she slammed the door in my face. She's never slammed the door in my face before. Well, I guess that's that, then. My dream is over. Ah, don't give up, Poodle. You should listen to your father. I still have a trick up my sleeve. And what would that be? I can talk to her. (laughs) Yeah, like that will work. If the show is the work of Satan, then you are probably Satan himself. True, but I have a secret weapon. What is that? Hey, ain't that out front of the old school? Before they tore it down? Yep. That looks like Doreen. Is, is that Mrs. Kinders? Sure is. Is that her husband? I have never seen him before, so I don't know what he looks like. Not sure he's even real. Oh, he's real all right. Trust me. Mrs. Kinders, in all ways, is an angel compared to him. No, that is not her husband. Though at the time, I thought I might be. Wait! Wow. By Jiminy, I thought I recognized you. You're from Dandy? Born and raised. Seems to me there was some Irwins used to live over on 5th. Oh gosh, that was 40 years ago. And I have not been back since. After I graduated high school, I got accepted to a college out west and never looked back until last week. I had always dreamed of a life beyond Dandy, and when I found it, There was nothing greater. My only regret is that I was unable to convince my high school sweetheart to come with me. And and so you and... I can't. Mrs. Kinders was a teenager. Well, we all were once, honey. Yeah, I, I know, I know. But the thought of Mrs. Kinders having a high school sweetheart is... And looking so happy... Those were happier times back then. But she didn't recognize you. As I said, I have not been back in 40 years. But you were her first love. You always remember your first love. When you picture your first love, you always remember them as they were, not as they are now. I still can't believe it. (laughs) A son of Dandy has returned. Come on, this calls for a celebration. What are you going to do? I don't know. Mrs. Kinders had a high school crush. That is a lot to process. I mean about the show. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Do you really want to give up? No. Then don't. But how am I going to get Kinders to agree with me? Don't worry. I'll put my best men on it. Eggs, milk. I think that's everything I need. 
Do you need me to pick up any supplies for the beauty while I'm out? Mm-hmm. Oh, check the secret stash, but I think we're still good. There were four bottles of a nice Merlot when I checked last night. Oh, better get some more. I have a feeling it's going to be a rough few weeks. Jed, Paul, what are you doing here this early? The mayor sent us. To help with your kinder's problem. I, I don't understand. The mayor has officially greenlit Operation Gectoots. Operation Get Kinders to work on the show. Mm, I couldn't think of a good acronym. I'm in. How can I help? I thought you had shopping to do. Shopping can wait. Well, we were kind of hoping you had an idea, Tracy. Me. <laughs> yeah. Do you know anything that'll make Mrs. Kinders happy? If we get her happy enough, maybe she'll agree. Honey, there is not enough gin in the world to make her that happy. Dawn is right. This is hopeless. Not if we work together. And exactly what do you think a cop, an IT, an oil whiz, and two hairdressers can do? Well, I... Wait, I think I have an idea. Right, so... Everyone clear on what they need to do. I'm going to go over and cite Miss Diggle for painting her fence the wrong color. I'll go to the dance hall owner to do a 3D mock-up of their renovations. We'll show kinders how all the historical aspects of the hall will be maintained and improved. And I'll swing by the high school on my errands and pick up the copy of the old yearbook that has Doreen and Clifford in it. Great, and I will get the beauty ready. Meet back here in time for Mrs. Kinder's standing appointment. Wait, Mrs. Kinder's actually made... An appointment? Uh, no, I just blocked out at least one chair every afternoon for them, no matter what. Smart move. Well, I think that's it. I declare Operation Cots officially underway. Cots? Kinders on TV show, obviously. You need help. All right, Mrs. Shorter, let's take a look. This dryer is still really hot, Tracy. Are you too poor to fix it? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Mrs. Kinders. It's my fault I said it wrong. How hard can it be to set a dial? I guess I was moving too quickly. You should really pay attention to your customers, Tracy. That is how you make a successful business. And customer satisfaction has always been a top priority here. Since when? I, I always do my best. I'm not so sure about that. Is it just me, or is Doreen really picking on Tracy today? It's not just you. I'm not sure what's odder, Doreen, or the fact that Tracy is taking it. Maybe she's sick. What are you two whispering about over there? This machine is so loud I can't hear anything. Tracy, get me out of this contraption. Of course. Afternoon, ladies. Ah, Jed. Just the man I was looking for. We have a complaint to file. It's an absolute eyesore. And goes against our town's policy. Hmm? I have already cited Miss Diggle for her fence. Really? I have the paperwork right here if you want to see. You just did that out of the kindness of your heart? It was a clear violation of town policy. Miss Diggle has been warned before. Hello, Paul. Tracy. What are you doing here? I wanted to show you this 3D render of the restored dance hall. I talked to the new owners and they showed me their plans. Help them keep the historical aspects of the space and minimize the impact of their internet cafe. We came up with a design that is cozy yet open. It relies a lot on laptops and Wi-Fi routers, plus transformational furniture that can be put away to reveal a lovingly restored dance floor. We even added a disco ball. Oh, I love disco. What are those goggles you're carrying? Oh, they allow you to look at the 3D render like you are really there. 
Would you like to try them, Mrs. Shorter? What is happening here? Just trying to be a good neighbor, Mrs. Kinders. Someone put you up to this. Wow! Wow! What's happening? Where am I? How did I get in this dance hall? Woo! The computers! They're so shiny! What's going on? Everything is moving! And the disco ball! Oh, this is fun! Hello, everyone! Look what I found! What is it? An old high school yearbook, and it has our beautiful Mrs. Kinders in it. What on earth? How did you get a hold of that? I have my sources. Are there pictures? None of you will ever see. Give me that. You haven't aged today. Who's that man standing next to you? My old beau. He's so handsome. And dreamy. Yes. We were in love. What's his name? He went by Cliff, but I called him Ford after his name and the car he drove. What if I told you he was back in town? What? It's true. All right, what's the joke? No joke. I've seen him with my own eyes. It's true. And you know I would never lie to you, Doreen. I, he's, after all these years? I've been talking to him. You? Yeah, he told me about your love and how he left. He regrets missing out on a life shared with you. He misses me? And... He would like to meet you. After 40 years? How romantic. You have to say yes. I think I should, maybe? You really missed me? Yeah. I don't know. At least hear what he has to say. Just think. Maybe he still has feelings for you. That would be preposterous. He told me you never forget your first love. That is true. What could be the harm? All right, then. How wonderful. I'll go tell him. Wait. Now? But my hair! I'll get it fixed up in a jiffy. You better. This has to be better than your best work. I promise. You will look lovely. Oh, the suspense is killing me! I can't see. We gotta be quiet. There's not enough room back here. I'm being squished. I can move a bit. Ouch. Sorry. Watch it. I'm trying. Oh. Are you all right, Mrs. Shorter? I'm perfectly fine now. I'm not squeezing you too hard. You can squeeze all you want. I can trade places with you. If you want, be glad to. Just ask me. No, 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 no. I'm perfectly happy being squeezed by Paul. Quiet. He's here. I can't wait to see what happens. Hello, Doreen. You? What is this? What kind of mean trick are you playing here, Tracy Danvers? It's no trick. I refuse to stay here any longer and listen to this Hollywood greaseball. This is the worst trick you could have ever played, Tracy. I will never come back here again. It's not a trick. Out of my way, sir. As you wish, my heart, sweet. What did you say? As you wish, my heart... My first beau would say that to me all the time. He was so nervous when he first asked me out that he got all tongue-tied. You were the most beautiful girl in school. It is you. What did you do to your face? It's covered in hair. I grew a beard. I'm not sure I like that. I would happily shave for you. But you left. It is my one regret in life. Good. I can't hear anything. I'm trying to read lips, but their backs are turned. Look, they're holding hands. That's a good sign. Oh, they're leaving. Come on, let's go ask Tracy. How did it go? Was it love at first sight? Again? Did he win her over? Does she still like him? Oh, never mind all that. 
What about the show? The show is on. Well, Mom, Bob is pretty excited about the new business and cash I'm throwing his way. I have a small budget for the show to fix up the beauty and get it screen ready. Oh, I wonder how you would feel about having your baby on television. You'd probably find some fault with something. But I'm excited. Paul is helping too. He is improving the Wi-Fi at the beauty so the production crew can work. Actually, the whole town is getting behind this idea, even the pickles. Paul's trying to teach Elder Matt how to make some vegan and vegetarian and keto and even paleo dishes for the Hollywood crew. (laughs) But it is not going well. Matt keeps trying to add grease as the first ingredient. I wish you could see all this excitement. Oh, and Mrs. Kindress is fully on board now. She has been calling Clifford every couple of days. The two of them have really connected. (laughs) Mom, maybe this will be my big break. Maybe this is my ticket out of this town. Maybe my dream of getting to Hollywood and working on the movies is about to come true. Fine and Dandy is a Fountain City Films production. Created and produced by Adam Bova and directed by Danielle M. Thompson. If you like the show, subscribe on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to audio shows. Starring Alina Grace as Tracy, Brandon Wetch as Jed, Justin D. Clements as Paul, Ellen Clements as Mrs. Kinders, Frances Mitchell as Mrs. Tallwood, Gina Dobson as Mrs. Shorter, Dave Hobbs as Bob, Jennifer Hines Pyle as Dawn, Tom O'Brien as Mr. Danvers, Nathaniel Barton as Rich, Peyton Julie Hausman as Ashley, Minor Stickley as Matt, Chris Corcolo as The Preacher, Pamela Milosovis as Mayor Thompson, and additional voices by Katie Wetch. Today's episode was written by Adam Bova. Additional material by Brianna L. Capo, Kent Corbin, Chelsea Nettleton, and Bruna Valella. The theme music was created and performed by Chelsea Nettleton. For more content, like our Facebook page, Fine and Dandy, 